Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The more that the world grows in technology, the more small it seems. It was only a few decades ago when engines were powered by steam, and now we have infinite information in our pockets. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will be sharing about keeping trust in Jesus when the world seems to be getting crazy. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 3rd, 2023. And number five, perhaps most interestingly, is the emergence and prominence of artificial intelligence, which by the way is satanic intelligence, now overwhelming, overtaking the world. Last week a good friend of mine sent me this article titled, Controversial New AI App Allows You to Text with Jesus and Satan. Quote, under the heading of Deepening Faith Through Text with Jesus, For those longing for a more personal connection to their faith, this app might be the digital salvation they're seeking. Designed with devoted Christians in mind, text with Jesus promises interaction with figures like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Peter, and Matthew. Oh, they're all on the same level? This app wears its spirituality on its screen, <laughs> guiding you through its queries with responses mined from the depths of the Bible's rich text. No thank you, I'll stick with my Bible. I don't trust your version, because Satan knows the Bible better than you and I ever will. However, It goes on to say this, under the heading of, the devil is in the details, the app's most controversial feature, conversations with Satan himself. (laughs) Listen to this. Expectations can be deceiving, especially in the world of AI. Satan, historically the symbol of temptation and deceit, dawns a surprisingly mellow avatar in this app. Users anticipating fiery dialogues or cunning deceptions might be left scratching their heads. Instead, the Prince of Darkness champions love, respect, and understanding. Values synonymous with biblical virtues. So what's your problem? Text with Satan. Oh, no surprise. Satan appears as an angel of light. 
never imagined that Satan's going to pop up. And by the way, can we just clear one more thing up today while we're at it? Because I'm on a roll today. Satan is not a red suited pitchfork with horns and a tail character. He's a very intelligent, finite, created being who is not the opposite of God, and he's very real. And surprisingly, curiously, in Scripture, we're told that when we see him, we are going to be astonished. The response is going to be something like this. We're going to go, that's him? Doesn't look anything like his avatar, his profile picture of a red guy with, you know, a tights and a... We're going to be just flabbergasted. And so too, conversely, when we see Jesus, it's not going to be, oh, that's him. You got to be kidding. This is, the, this is the devil that deceived the nation. You puny little, scrawny little, you look nothing like. You posted a picture of you when you were a lot younger in your pajamas. When we see, that was a little too much. Okay. We see Jesus as the lamb that was slain, and we're going to wince. And talk about profile pictures. Please get rid of those pictures of that Jesus. That's, that's not, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to rain on your parade, but Jesus doesn't look like that. He will not look like that. You're in for a rude awakening if you think that's what he looks like. Okay? I've said enough probably too much. So this brings me full circle to the question of how this evidence proves beyond any doubt that the end is not near but here. In the interest of time, I'll provide you with the scripture references to the prophecies in play today. And please, this is very important. Don't miss this. Hear me out on this. I'm going to show you these prophecies and the scripture references for these prophecies real quick. These are prophecies that are in play today that have an expiration date, a shelf life if you prefer. These are prophecies that will not be in place years from today. Let me say the same thing in a different way. This is happening now, and it has a shelf life. And by the way, the demon could possess conspirators behind all of this? Have you noticed they're not getting younger? In fact, (laughs) I'm surprised they're still alive. I'm sorry to say that. They have a shelf life and an expiration date. Of course, they've been deceived into thinking that they're going to live forever because they bought the lie from the devil vis-a-vis transhumanism that they can live forever without Jesus as their Savior. So they've already been deceived. So they think they're going to live forever, but they've got to do this now. They have to do this now. Now is the time, not years from now. I say it that way because everything that's lining up, especially in the area of technology, specifically in the area of AI, is exactly what we're told prophetically. It describes exactly the technology of today, not the technology years from today. You exceed the technology described at the time of the end in the Bible. Okay, real quick. Number one, 
geopolitical positioning, transitioning to ten kings and kingdoms via transhumanism. This Number two, supply chain shortages and food restrictions leading to hyperinflation and famine. And by the way, there's a very interesting prophecy, easily missed at first read in 1 Timothy chapter 4, about the forbidding of meats. Everything now is fake meat. What do they call them? Don't eat that stuff. You know what genetically modified organisms are? They're organisms that have been genetically modified, deeply profound. Oh, they call them better than burgers or something? (laughs) <laughs> what was the other one? Beyond Burger. That's Bill Gates, you know, by the way. Did you know that? He, yeah, it's Bill Gates. So, bon appetit. Anyway, interesting. No more meat. They ki- they're killing all the cows. Where's the beef? They killed them. Prophecy. First Timothy chapter 4. That's going to affect your carbon credit score. If you eat a real beef patty, You pull up to the drive-thru, I'll take a real beef patty, double meat. Jeez, your credit, social credit score and carbon credit score. You get to the window, they go, sorry, this order, you don't have enough credit score to pay for real, but you do have enough to pay for this plant-based, genetically modified 3D printed burger. Okay, I better stop there. Number three, biodigital ID vis-a-vis a pharmaceutical verification system, blockchain, in order to buy or sell. Number four, geoengineering, weather manipulation to destroy, control the earth and those on earth. Again, these are all in play today. And lastly, number five, current AI technology that's deceiving the world, paving the road for the Antichrist. This article that I just referenced and quoted about texting with Jesus in 2 Thessalonians 2. It's 2 Thessalonians 2. I'll end the way we began. I appreciate again your patience and simply say that everything is getting overwhelming in the world and in your world by God's divine design. That might be hard to accept, but it's the truth. I I in no way wish to be dismissive of or insensitive to whatever it is that you're going through. I know it's overwhelming and it's crushing and it's heavy and it's hard and you're suffering. But by God's design, He's allowed it. Because God in His love and sovereignty allows us to be overwhelmed so as to lead us to the rock that is higher than us. And that rock is Jesus, the rock of our salvation. And Jesus is our only hope at this time, which is without question the end of time. One last thing, real quick. How's God going to get us from point A to point B? He'll allow point A to be overwhelming, so we'll even consider point B. What's point B? The rock. What's point A? That overwhelming situation you're in. It's been said that God comforts the afflicted. Surely He does. But so too does God afflict the comfortable, because if we get too comfortable in point A, when 
He didn't create us for point A. He created us for point B. He didn't create us for time. He created us for eternity. How's he going to get us heavenly minded? Oh, he knows what to do. And he's doing it. Let him. Because of what is going to be the result of that. And what allowing that overwhelming situation in your life to come into your life will produce. It's going to produce the very thing. In fact, by the way, you he's answering a prayer you probably forgot about. Do you remember you prayed, God, I need perseverance. The angels are going, oh no, he didn't. Oh yes, he did. No, he just prayed for perseverance. Well, the only way I can give you the answer to your prayer for perseverance is to bring the suffering and the overwhelming. You asked for it. You got it. That's crass, but it's true. God, make me a man of prayer. Be very careful when you pray that prayer. Did you just ask me to make you a man of prayer? Yeah, I want to be a man of prayer. Okay. (laughs) You're on your knees praying. You asked, you said you wanted to be a man of prayer. Yeah, but God, I didn't know that you were going to make me a man of prayer this way. I thought I could go fill a prescription bottle. Man of prayer. 30 milligrams, you know. Anyway. The overwhelming, again, not to make light of it. In fact, if I could just be so open with you, I'm going through perhaps one of the most overwhelming, difficult experiences in my entire life after walking with the Lord for over 40 years currently. So please know that I understand. I understand overwhelming, okay? I mean, overwhelming where you wake up that day and it's a good day when you got two hours of sleep without waking up thinking about the overwhelming. That's a good day. That kind of overwhelming. The kind of overwhelming that not only puts you on your knees, but puts you in the fetal position where you're not even crying out to God. It's just groaning. That's overwhelming. So please, I only say that not to bring attention to myself or my own personal situations and trials in life as a pastor, but I'm just telling you that I understand. I'm not speaking down to you is what I'm trying to say to you. I'm in this with you, whether you like it or not. You're kind of stuck with me. I'm stuck with you in the overwhelming. (laughs) So... But God, what it's doing in my life as your pastor, it's leading me to the rock that is higher than I. I'm learning to trust Him more than I ever have. I'm learning to rely upon Him more than I ever have, in ways that I would never would have before. What is developing in me, the perseverance, the strength, the character, the patience, it's producing patience. Because I, I made that mistake of praying for patience. Don't pray that prayer. Make me more patient. You don't want to pray that prayer. <laughs> if you pray for patience, because see, we pray for patience, and as one said, Lord, give me patience and give it to me now. doesn't work that way. You pray for patience, and God says, okay, I'm going to have to allow an overwhelming situation in your life that's going to require you to learn to 
be patient. But you know what the best thing that is coming out of my own personal overwhelming is I'm closer to Jesus than I've ever been in my life. And I'm on the rock more than I've ever been in my life. And that rock is Jesus, and Jesus is the only way, and Jesus is the only answer. And that's why we end with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. The ABCs are just a simple tool to equip you with. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner. Otherwise, why would you be interested in the Savior if you don't acknowledge you're a sinner? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one is good. You might be a good person, you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, it's kind of the bad news first, then the good news. What's the bad news? The penalty, the wages of sin is death, the death penalty, the good news? The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's what the word gospel means, good news. Your debt, your penalty has been paid, you're free to go, good news. Yeah, here's the B, very central, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For God so loved the world that whosoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. And the C lastly is for call upon the name of the Lord or confess with your mouth. Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13 says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I implore you today, you might be in this service today, or watching online, still. Because <laughs> you can't fast forward the live streams. Have you noticed that? This is why you're still online, because today is the day of salvation. I implore you today to make the most important decision of your life for eternal life, because Jesus is coming quickly and it's sooner than any of us think. Today's But God testimony comes from Grayson Raymond Mathewson, who write, Aloha, Pastor J.D. Raymond and I had the pleasure of meeting you back in 2017. We were facing a pretty heavy, overwhelming trial as we walked through the pregnancy of our daughter, Theo. We have been given the news that she had an anencephaly, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and would not survive the birth. We never got to thank you again after that time. You sat with us, and you told us your story about your daughter, and you helped us navigate some really heavy thoughts and emotions. But God changed everything for us. I had been praying that God would give us time with her when she was born, and He answered, We got to hold her for a while. Her heart was still beating. We 
had her alive with us for a few minutes before he took her home. God is so awesome. He walked with us through that trial in ways I cannot even comprehend. He showed up in ways I can't even begin to explain. He was faithful to not let this trial crush us. It was hard, but we look back now and we can see in all the places he had his hands and in all the ways he helped us bear this trial. I remember you saying this, and now we can too. We wouldn't change our circumstances for anything. We also want to say thank you for your faithfulness and for never shying away from the truth, even when things get hard. (laughs) We currently live in Wisconsin, and anytime we need a, I like this, a heaping dose of hope about the end times, which we are in, which is quite often, we come to your website and we tune in. Your sermons and updates are so very gentle, I wish they they need to be more gentle, with a hefty dose of hardcore fantastic. (laughs) Wow, gentle, yet hardcore fantastic, heavy, hefty dose. And they definitely get the blood flowing with excitement. I hope I don't get your blood pressure up. But the blood flowing with excitement about the times we are in. Thank you. I know we are only two people in this world, but your faithfulness to share and press on has been such a blessing for us and has gotten us through some very, very hard times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God is so awesome. With so much love, Raymond and Grace Matthewson. We'll close in prayer. Thank you, Lord, so much. God, you are so good. You are so awesome. In fact, that word should really be reserved only for you because only you are worthy of all of our praise and all of our worship. Lord, we glorify you. We thank you. We praise you. And we give you all the glory due your holy name for all that you've done all that you are doing, and all that you will yet do until that final day, soon and very soon, which we can't wait for, Lord. Oh, Lord, for anyone that's never believed in you, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. And for those of us who do know you and have walked with you, and long for your appearing. Lord, would you strengthen and encourage that battle-weary heart, that overwhelmed heart. Lord, would you, as only you can, produce from the overwhelming suffering that perseverance so all of us can persevere to the end. You'll get us there. You promise you will. In fact, you command us, and you've enabled us to obey that command, to endure patiently. Lord, we need endurance, we need perseverance, we need patience to get through what we're going through, knowing that we have you to look forward to. So come quickly, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.